Hi guys, my name is Eva and I'm still the host of the Baltic Startup Mafia podcast. As I already promised during the previous episode, this month there are going to be two more special episodes dedicated to the hackathon movement that started in Estonia and went global. Last time there was an interview with Sandis Kondrats, co-founder of the company Exonicus. Main product of the company is Trauma Simulator. During the hackathon that happened in Latvia, they created project together with medical professionals and two medical professionals. The aim of it is to help medical professionals follow the right procedure of preparation before attending the patient that might be infected with coronavirus. This special episode is dedicated to the interview with the founder of Lithuanian startup Act on Crisis, Ieva Vaitkevičiūte. The idea, startup and team formed during the Lithuanian hackathon. The team continued to work hard and recently won the second place on the global hack, where more than thousand ideas were developed from people all around the world. So congratulations and let's listen what Ieva has to say about the idea, team and future plans. First, uh, why you decided to take part in the hackathon? I was introduced to, to the whole program like two days before it started. Uh, one of the connections uh, suggested me to participate because they knew I was I was interested in like uh, completely new things and especially since it focused on, on the crisis. And by that time, I was helping uh, Vilnius municipality to deal with crisis a bit as well. So the topic was already in my head uh, and this was like a new format. Yeah, so it was a great motivator for me to spend a weekend like that and, and try this format with unknown people joining ideas that uh, that they believe in. Mm-hmm. Whose idea was it? The idea of um, emotional support uh, digitalized has been in my head for a long time because my background is in psychology and I worked in tech sector for a while. And yeah, the dream of like selling the idea itself of emotional support being like a hygiene uh, has been for a long time but at the same time during this crisis when there was a call for challenges to be submitted yeah that was of course the first thing that i wanted to work on the challenge of uh, rising anxiety level in uh, times like these not only on, on the regular times that i was focusing before so i submitted the challenge um as one of the challenges for hackathons. How many members uh, did you have in the team? Um, at first, I called openly in, 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 um, among my connections and in, um, uh, in the hackathon channels who would like to be involved. And I think we had around 15 interested at the, at the beginning. But once we started working, the number is always like keeping around eight. And now we have eight people continuing few have changed we also have plenty of mentors who are willing to you know contribute by communicating or um, giving insights uh, or connecting with other people but those who are actually like every day uh, putting at least like an hour or two are eight now so what's what's your product so the product focuses on a problem that uh, due to this uh, COVID-19 crisis, the anxiety level is rising daily. Uh, And we know that because one of our mentors is a a president of Lithuanian Psychology Association. And she said that this demand or inquiries for for their um, uh, help are are rising like on daily basis. Yet people really have different needs when it comes to psychological support. 
So together with the team, we are focusing on uh, creating this toolkit that uh, would be a three-level um, support when people are feeling emotionally imbalanced. So that would include uh, breathing exercises for like personal time with yourself, community support of people who are also in crisis and they can do stuff together and discuss uh, calming methods. And the third level is um, uh, video calls uh, with certified professionals, one-on-one, -on -one, online. So when the product will be ready? That's a great question. So today, uh, today we are submitting our app to Google Play and Apple Store, which is like uh, in one and a half week, uh, we already have this uh, minimum, like a simple product that will be working. And hopefully in upcoming like three or five days, we will get approved. So the app will be uh, will be out. And we already have uh, 12 uh, certified professionals uh, who already gave all the needed information about them and consent uh, to use uh, their data and connect them with people. And we have over 100 hours per week covered with volunteers, professionals who are willing to support people in crisis in both languages. Most of them speak at least two languages, Lithuanian and English. Uh, so that's really great. And we have five volunteers who are, uh, who will be, um, guarding or, or like participating in community rooms, uh, who have been trained in our, uh, youth line or also certified, uh, in psychology. So that's really a lot in a one and a half week, what, uh, our team has gathered. What, uh, what market are you targeting? Yeah. So we will focus first. On, uh, on, on people who are from 18 to 50 years old, uh, who are used to using apps or they are really interested in trying out new forms, um, who have no or little experience with, uh, professional psychological support. So they can try it out for the first time. Also people who are up for having video calls, of course, and, uh, people who are rational thinkers and they value science because we are very science based. Uh, and I guess at first it's going to be, uh, Lithuania, even though the whole app and our, uh, and our page is in English. But, uh, but yeah, it's already known in our country. So we hope to, to help, um, people around us first. But, uh, we are not restricting, restricting that, uh, anyhow by location because it's location independent. That's the good about it. So we are inviting, yeah, our, uh, neighbors like, uh, you Latvians or Estonians, or also we want, we aim to, uh, target or like, uh, uh, invite Lithuanian expats, uh, in different countries, um, to connect with, uh, with a professional or with a community uh, if they want to use their own language or also English, if that's more comfortable to them. So that would be the, the first focus that, yeah, we are not limiting ourselves. Uh, we will see who is, um, uh, who finds the most value in what uh, we created so far. Do you already have plans on, um, on, on improving the product, on uh, adding some more features? So first we are going live with those three main uh, features. But um, of course, we want to improve our video quality. We want to automate few things that are going to be done by us ourselves, like sending emails to both sides. We want to like uh, uh, get their feedback. So this part is going to be the first focus for us to automate and make it easier. But at the same time, remaining in close contact with uh, both professionals and, and their clients. 
and community members. We also want to create um, more rules regarding community rooms um, because at first we will have a limited amount of rooms and limited people in per room to make it uh, really like a nice space and nurturing environment. But uh, with, with rising interest, we hope to um, work on that side as well and maybe create more rooms and have more volunteers helping us uh, with monitoring them and maybe finding uh, new ways of uh, identifying people because at first we are starting with completely uh, anonymity so that people would feel comfortable joining and testing how much they want. But uh, we are thinking about uh, about maybe having an option to identify yourself if you want to, but it's, it's under consideration. Yeah, and finally, we want to uh, personalize how people find uh, the certified uh, professional uh, so that they could have very personalized experience uh, because this is um, uh, often asked question when it comes to looking for a professional if I want to try it. We are thinking about um, uh, pro providing a personalized list of professionals depending on uh, your questions you have, previous experience and, and your personal needs. Um, the entrance to this new experience in life, uh, this emotional hygiene, would be as, as personal as possible. It seems that uh, this hackathon movement will uh, move on as, as uh, we all uh, are forced to, to be at home. This was your first hackathon, right? Yeah. Can you encourage uh, people to, to take part in it? Was it fun? Um, uh, how do you evaluate the outcome and the whole process? Yeah, I think hackathon is very useful for people who want to get out of their bubble because it's usually like, as far as I understood, 48 hours of very in intense teamwork. Of course, it depends on like what type of team do you have, whether you're coming with your existing team uh, or you form a completely new one. And I think both ways have their advantages. Um, and you work on a problem that you either didn't solve before or you didn't try to solve it with um, with people from different backgrounds. I think that's the, the greatest value of it. Um, and you have so many hands there. We had over 1,000 people uh, gathered in that particular uh, environment, online environment, from various countries. It's incredible. So you can really, you can really see things from a different perspective, um, and it gives you like a new create cr creative uh, solutions to even old problems. I don't, I don't see why it wouldn't be a great experience to anybody. Uh, even those who are really tired during the week, I think it's a great way to refresh. You're so forced to to uh, think differently and about different things. It's a brain sport. And also it connects you with people with amazing experience uh, previously. And that's why I'm so happy that our team also consists of uh, people from different countries, even though we are all Lithuanians now, but uh, we are connecting now from, I think, four countries. How do you see this uh, project in evolving? Um, do you see as a business in the future? For for now, we uh, we gathered on volunteering basis, um, all of us, including professionals. But I would like to see sustainable activity. I, I would like to see that not as a one-time thing. I think it's a great kickoff. The whole topic, I, I, the need is, is higher now, but it could also lead to a great uh, change in our daily lives afterwards as well to keep this um, emotional hygiene. So ideally, I would want to see that as a long-term project. I don't know the format just yet. 
We are applying uh, for funding uh, and hopefully we will get some support. We have uh, a great uh, first uh, contributor, Vlada Flashas, who is a philanthropist and he was one of the initiators of this hackathon. Uh, and he's supporting us on daily basis, like trying to connect us with uh, others who could uh, contribute here as well. So as long as, as we have people who actually show interest in first, like see value in it, I think we will go uh, further. I can I, I can say that from my team as well. We had a talk recently and, and they seem as well really driven by the idea, giving their free hours and weekends to make this um, work. I think people really want to be needed and this is our way to 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 cover somebody's need. As long as somebody needs it, I think we will go further. And how do you personally experience this time when you have to stay at home and you cannot um, travel, meet friends? I love it. Uh, I've always been an advocate of location independence um, and not necessarily to travel, but, but I, I, I love being at home uh, in general and I, I love traveling with my mind. So I think now it's, it's an advantage for me that everyone is in the same boat and I'm not the only one remote from my team, uh, which might bring extra challenges if you are the only one remote, right? But um, now we are all in the same boat and we can redefine the ways we are communicating and working and at the same time remain in, in, in the closest that we want, uh, in environment that we feel the best uh, and most focused. I think as long as you love your home and you create your own home, it's it's really great. And if you have a dedicated space for, um, yeah, for you to focus. Uh, so that's also important. And I have it, so I love it. Does something significantly has changed in your daily routines? Yeah, so now the going to the shop became a, like a monthly event. Yesterday I went to a shop and I wrote to a few of my friends that, oh my God, I went to shop. So that's really interesting. I think it helps to read, yeah, also rethink um your activities outside and makes you really focus what are like goal driven what why are you going there and it saves you so much time yeah i i really enjoy that i think i started waking up earlier than i did before i don't know that what why is that but uh, i think i'm in general like more driven by this project so waking up in the morning is like something happy for me to, to do stuff regarding this project. And I know in my head already, oh, I need to write to them and, and finish um, our homepage that part and update information there. And so the routine is, is very intense in a good uh, way. One more question. Uh, you also said that you helped uh, Lithuanian C uh, Vilnius City Council uh, with some, some things. Uh, was it connected with the crisis you were volunteering yeah, so um, we have a great Venice municipality team. Uh, it's like, uh, it's really great in crisis. They formed a few Facebook groups, uh, depending on the topic. But one was just like volunteers for handling this crisis. And it has so many people. And they were asking for various help. Uh, they have like sometimes uh, concrete tasks that they're looking for people to deal with it. Like, for example, bring sheet of papers, information papers to elderly in their um, post, right? So we could reach them and then people just gather and start doing that. I helped in one of the tasks was to find um, data analytics and manage their group so that we could work on uh, renewed information that we have regarding resources, for example, uh, and, and try to prognose the future so that 
municipality would know how to handle it. There are so many people already in the group, but uh, there are at least three particular people who actually made the prognosis of the future three days ahead, even though we don't have really good historical data. Still, they are trying to prognose from like thin air uh, of what we already have and try to renew information and, and, and help municipality to plan further steps. So like uh, two days ago, we received a new information about uh, resources regarding beds um, in hospitals. And now, yeah, this one data engineer uh, is working on his free time um, next to his job, to his real job, because he's still employed. Um, he's prognosing how much of those will we need in, in the upcoming future. I just want to want to read it loud, and I already wrote you yesterday about your uh, your uh, LinkedIn profile. What you wrote uh, wrote in in uh, their quotation. I believe that the human being is the most interesting animal on this planet. Therefore, I just love analyzing behavior patterns and creating impactful experiences. Quote ends. What are your observations in in this situation when people are forced to? live uh, not usual lives how how we will end up what will change what really uh, excites me now is the potential how much we can do together during crisis how ego becomes so little depending on the regular lives that we have and people are willing to sacrifice their personal uh, lives for the common good and i don't know my, my heart sinks because at this point uh, People speak a lot less about I and me and more about we. Uh, and you can notice that in their daily language. And, and they collaborate with whatever strengths they, ha they have. Uh, and they're not uh, competing that much. So we can really focus on like end product together, uh, which, which is survive, right? <laughs> and, and, and help to survive um, uh, those around us. At least I'm focusing on those people. I know there are scams as well who are using this uh, crisis for uh, different motives, but uh, I'm, I'm surrounded by people who are, well, they're just incredible for for what they are able to do and they wish to do in times like these. And uh, answering to your question about the future, uh, I don't know how it's going to be, but I hope that it will remain like this, or at least we could always bring back the memories of this time that will um, inspire us to continue this collaboration over competition. At least we will have a, a real memory, not from wars that our grandparents were, but from the actual war we were in. Thank you, Yeva, for for this uh, great insight. And I, I really hope um, that uh, you will succeed with the project and uh, really a lot of people around the world will find it uh, useful. So I wish you best of luck. Yeah, thank you, Yava, too. Uh, so let's see how it goes. Thanks for listening. This month, there is going to be one more special episode with the team from Estonia. So stay tuned, stay healthy and stay at home. Talk to you soon. My name is Yeva and I'm the host of the podcast Baltic Startup Mafia.